Anyway, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of StarWarsPodcast.com. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm joined by my two favorite fans in the galaxy, Alex Vargas and Rebecca June Lane. How are you two doing? You know what I just realized that I do when you do that little open? Huh. I do, like, little mini finger guns, just, like, <laughs> to the rhythm of your voice. I don't know why. It's like a warm-up thing for me. Anyway, I'm doing cool. great. That's How are you doing, cool. Alex? D- doing good. Doing good. <laughs> doing good. I'm doing good. Um, it doing is good? the. Okay. It's. I'm doing good. It's. Um, it feels weird not having a Star Wars movie come out in December like it has in the past few I years. Know. So oh, I'm having yeah. a little bit of withdrawal from that. So I've been watching Empire Strikes Back and some of the older movies, but I'm uh, definitely looking forward to next year. Yeah, I mean, well, like good news so because <laughs> on the day of the recording, we are 365 days away from episode yeah. nine. We're officially a from year today? away. Yeah, from today. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah, so less than a year. We're going to be sitting in a theater. I'm assuming we're all going to be together. Yeah. Most likely, yeah. Okay, good, because that was super fun last time. Yeah, it was Um, a lot of fun. But I will say, I did something Star Wars-y this week. Oh. um, And I actually just did it today, and I actually just did it right now. I fully watched the first episode of Resistance, finally. Yeah, you did um and i'm so excited i'm like super into it i think it's gonna be super fun there's so many different characters there are um which i like i and i feel like at the beginning i was like "Mm, you know whatever i love everything so but it was a whatever kind of love um Uh but then when i kind of got a lay of the landscape and the world and um you know we had bar fights and people drinking and i'm like all right cool yeah no i like this i like this kind of vibe it's a little you know seedy and you know i think the kid's gonna grow on me in a very ezra type way um yeah you know what i really enjoyed about that scene with the bar fight Hmm. the fact that if you look at all the aliens in in that scene you have aliens from the prequel trilogy the original trilogy and the new trilogy yeah it's like an even mix of everything i love that so many trilogies and i and i like the like weird like quirk of this like alien robot face guy who's like following us around mm-hmm. i don't i don't know what his story is but i like that he's a little he's weird i don't know guy. the guy who like starts the whole drama by saying we're the best star fighter pilot and then is like oh yeah uh t- i don't uh, know his name the alien guy with the green face yes yes the very literal one yes the oh. very literal one i like him yeah i like him too i he's like funny. literal characters lead to much comedy i don't know i am excited about it but i also am very proud of myself for having started it i've downloaded them all now so i'm gonna watch them on my different travel things over the holidays so yeah nice yeah i i, I caught up on it so i've watched everything up to the break exciting because we're officially in resistance break until february i think so, so we have time to catch up becky yeah yes you have yes. time to watch all nine episodes where are yes. you, Alex, in it? Are you... Um, we watched the first episode, the, the two-parter, and then I continued watching to the third, and it was late at night, so my wife fell asleep, so we need to rewatch that one. Oh. So we're like 2.5-ish. Okay, well, remember to message me when you watch, and I'll message you when I yes. watch, and we'll, like, guilt each other. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm down. I also achieved something else Star Wars-y that I'm very proud of. Oh, uh, so as everyone who listens knows, I'm like 
aggressively playing Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes every day. And I finally unlocked the Wampa, which is like the thing Ooh. I've been oh, yeah. going for for so long. And there's no reason for it. It just was kind of the hardest thing to unlock with like tokens. You need like territory war tokens and you need like thousands of them. And uh, I finally got it. So yay. Uh, and I'm just going to make him like weirdly strong, just him so I can send him in alone. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Send but, in yeah. the Wampa. Yeah, that's my Star Wars. I've been doing good Star cool. Warsy this week. Nice. Uh, mine has just kind of been catching up on Resistance and then writing a lot of Star Wars things that I don't want to talk about yet and setting up my shelf in my office that has a lot of Star Wars stuff on it. That's oh. that's it, basically. And it's then, uh, yeah. And then making some celebration plans that we'll talk about later. Yes. Yay. Doing all that stuff. Love that. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, um, I, I was going to say ahead. I'm excited because Alex is sending me some wonderful cards. And how did you get these cards? And what's the story behind the cards that you're sending me? And thank you for the cards that you're sending me. <laughs> so if people remember in our episode, I want to say it might have been March, April, or May. I know that's super vague and super wide. But earlier this year... They announced that the Star Wars Galaxy Trading Card Series would be coming back. Super, super excited. And I bought two hobby boxes. Because as a kid, it was one of those things where I'd go to the trading card store with my dad and you buy a few packs here or there. And sometimes when the box on the shelf was you know, running low, you'd buy them out and you'd get to take home the box. And it was like, oh, that's so cool. But it was so hard for me to complete sets. Now as an adult with money, I could just buy the entire box. Instead of just buying one box, I bought two boxes. Whoa. Cracked them open, got full sets, got some awesome sketch cards, got some really cool signature cards, limited edition cards, parallel inserts, all this this crazy stuff, and it just it's such a cool set. So if you like trading what's cards, a, what's get a these. parallel insert? So a so every single card there's there's the base card set. So it's your standard numbers one through a hundred. Each of those cards um, has a little silver stamp that says Star Wars Galaxy. I don't know why Tops is doing this, but it's to be uber collectible but every single card has four different colored stamps oh no why because they're crazy so the <laughs> so it goes i think it's uh silver to blue to purple to green to orange to red and as you go up that ladder you get less and less of that version of the card so ultimately the red stamped card is a one of one wait so, so but what was there anything different about those besides just the stamp Nope, just the stamp. Wow, so yeah. it is really just an exercise, and do you want this rare item? Yeah, well, one thing that I notice is, uh, because I've been getting a lot of artist signatures on, on the cards, because the, the whole set is just art, just straight Star Wars art. It's beautiful. And Ooh. a lot of the artists are trying to get their full set of the parallels for their own collection. So I've been trading my parallels, because to, to me, I don't really care about the, the different stamps. Right. I'm giving them to the artists so they can keep for their collection, and I'm getting signatures... Uh, back so i think it's a it's a nice trade and i'd rather that's have the signature so cool. on the card that's a really smart way to do it for them and for you oh yeah and i mean this set is it's it's really cool there's there's you know a, a full ahsoka parallel hologram set there's rebels wanted posters i mean there's propaganda posters there's it's that's just cool. a really cool set so that's, that's been so. my star wars thing for like the past week and a half nice nice 
Um, and before we get to the main topic, I got to give one shout out. I don't think I did this last got- time, guys, but stop me if I did. Um, I met a very nice young man named Carlton on my plane back from Thanksgiving and uh, or heading to the plane. He spotted my Yeti mic, my podcasting microphone in the security line and he's like hey you, you got a yeti mic and i'm like whoa you know podcasts ended up being a star wars fan um he does his has his own podcast but i think he's worked on some and he did music he said he was working in music um so yeah he's hopefully listening he liked our facebook page so welcome Ooh. carlton sorry for forgetting about it last week holidays are crazy you're really cool welcome so yeah that's cool. all Awesome. Uh, sorry, I found some. There was some other late breaking news I was adding to the show notes Ooh. that we can go over here. We <gasps> have a lot <laughs> of just. This is going to be a packed episode. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get in. So much. Um, so I'm struggling to think of anything else Star Wars I did this week. So unless anyone else has anything else to bring up, then we can get right on into the main topic. Sweet. All right. Once again, listeners, you're listening to Long Time Ago Radio. Whether you're from the class of 77 or Solo was your first Star Wars film, you're welcome here. And now on with the show. Actually, right right before we get back to Star Wars, I just have to ask, who else saw Spider-Verse? I I haven't seen it yet. This weekend, I'm hoping. I want to go really bad. Atlanta's really bad with movie theaters. I'm just putting this out there. Atlanta has like no movie theaters, um, or at least none in the downtown Grant Park area. Like seriously, there's none. Um, That's so weird. I've been wanting to go. It's really weird. If I want to go every night, but I never want to drive like 20 minutes. So uh, yeah, I want to see it so bad. Probably when I go up to New York over New Year's, I'm gonna see it. But yeah, the reviews, Rotten Tomatoes is like 97%. I'm so psyched mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. I was expecting to nerd love it. And like be weird that I watched this cartoon. Oh know. hell no! That look, it looks awesome. I haven't it's... seen a trailer because I don't watch trailers. Then don't. Oh, the... Then don't. You will be like mesmerized then oh, because wait. the animation is so unique and so cool, and like everything about it is just cool and unique and different. And yes. it's so good. Like I, I think okay. it is arguably one of the best movies this year. It's Damn. probably my favorite movie that's come out this year. What was uh, Pixar's movie this year? Did they have one? Wreck-It Ralph. I was just thinking what? Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, Ralph oh. Breaks the Internet. Oh, and Incredibles 2 they had. Okay, well, Wait, those, is, those is are... Ralph Pixar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, is... no, 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 no. No, right? It's Disney mm. Animation. Yeah. Disney Animation. Wait, you're right. Yeah. No, they yeah they had Incredibles, which I didn't see. I didn't see that either. I want to see all of those movies. That was actually really good. Hmm. But really I imagine good. if Spider-Verse is that good, they'd probably anyway, do that over. Anyway, y'all, y'all need to go Sorry. see Spider-Verse because it is... I want to go see it again. It is freaking incredible. I love I it. I kind of want to see that Dick Cheney movie. Oh, boy. That does look good, actually. Doesn't it? Like, I, I despise that troll, but my God, that movie looks hilarious. Yeah, there's a lot of good talent in it. Mm-hmm. There's so a lot of good movies out right now. There's that uh, Peter Jackson season. World War II documentary and yeah. all that other stuff. But you it know what Oscar we don't season. have? You know what we don't what? have? Another Star Wars movie. I know. But but next year, there's a bunch of Star Wars stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. There's so much All we have Star to do Wars is go stuff. to sleep 365 more times, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll oh, be watching man. Star Wars. <laughs> anyway. All right, it's Star Wars time. So... 
Speaking of next year, uh, there is just an obscene amount of Star Wars stuff happening next year. So, we thought we'd cover it. Uh, everything from the TV show to the parks to the games, the movies, everything. We're going to do like a nice little just roadmap of what's coming and what to expect. And uh, it should be cool. So do you guys want to alternate like we normally do for like when we do the, the holiday shopping guide and all that? You guys have yeah. the notes open, right? Okay. Yes. Um, sure. I'll start. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Just because there's not much to this one. Yeah. Uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, comes to Netflix on January 9th. Yeah. I didn't. So. For some reason, I thought this was already on Netflix, and I don't. I think it's because I bought it on Amazon, mm. and I'm getting those conflated now. But, e uh, yeah. I have started using Amazon Prime as more lately. Yeah, right. But mainly because I've been watching Dark Shadows, and it's like 1,200 episodes. So, like. You and your Dark Shadows. 1,200 episodes? Oh, my God. It was a soap opera, man. They had three episodes a week. Wow. Okay. Well, uh. this is very exciting for those Netflix folks who have not seen it yet. Though, this is curious to me. Like, I'm, is it only going to be on for, like, a couple months and then they're going to pull it again? Uh, no, because they, uh, I think they. this is the last movie that Turner has the rights to oh. until 2020 or something like that. Okay. So, uh, they're going to have it for a little bit. Oh, wonderful. Unless Disney can negotiate. Do you think they'll be streaming on both services? So, uh, yeah. I think the new movies will be on Disney Plus, but all, uh, all prequels and OT stuff will not be mm. until 2020. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. All right. That's just the way, the way it all shook out. <laughs> Unfortunately. And if, and if uh, we'll plug it here one more time, we have a solo a Star Wars story watch along. So you can watch along oh, yeah. with us. Yeah, we do. Over at patreon.com slash long time ago radio. Pour a um, drink and we'll all watch it together. It'll be fun. Yeah. So uh, this next one, there's a lot of deets. So I'm going to go over some of the deets here. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 has content coming out through February. We don't have a roadmap past that, but I would assume that we're going to get more stuff. Um, over the course of the year. But uh, in January, Count Dooku will come out. Obi-Wan is getting a new appearance. We are getting a Coruscant Guard clone trooper appearance, which is pretty cool. And Did then I in see February. a cool what's up? trailer with Obi-Wan? Did I see that? Yeah, Obi-Wan's out. <clears throat> okay. But he's fighting uh, the uh, Battle of Geonosis, right? And there's an awesome trailer. I yeah, think I saw that. It's really at one cool. Point. So there was yeah there was like a somebody did like a voice line there's a voice line where uh if darth maul and obi-wan meet like he has some funny thing to say i don't remember like on the <laughs> sorry to interrupt go ahead no it's fine um obi-wan did come out last month so you can play him right now but they're adding a general kenobi appearance which i think is based on his clone wars costume and then in february anakin is coming out and then there'll be a new game mode featuring capture points and capital ship takedowns, which to me sounds amazing. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and then they're adding 501st clone trooper appearances. Woo! Yeah. Battlefront. Need to play it more. Catch the fever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I need to play it more as well. It's been a while. I jump in every so often, and I'm just like, this is a good game, and then I kind of go away. As soon as they release it on the Wii, I will play yeah that's not happening yeah you never know you never know one can hope 
<laughs> you know, Alex, you can get a PS4 for like 200 bucks. And then yeah, you but just I play just play Battlefront. I just bought two boxes of trading cards. So <laughs> I don't think my wife will let me buy anything for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, so anyway. coming out in March, we have a new Star Wars Vader Dark Visions comic. Now, StarWars.com uh, released this information earlier this month. It is an awesome cover of Vader riding some sort of alien horse with his lightsaber and an Imperial <laughs> shield. Horse. Yeah, and that's that's not look. And if you notice, the birds have two heads too in the background. Um, yeah, but this uh, this new comic is uh, written by Dennis Hopeless, uh, with oh. art by paolo vianelli it's uh the first issue i'll just read straight from the website um they're taking on issue one a breakout artist brian level joining for issue two star wars vader dark visions will take readers to the darkest parts of the galaxy places where the mysterious anti-hero known as darth vader can be someone's greatest fear and even someone's greatest hope so it's going to give us a little view of the you know the good and the bad side of this guy so uh, there was a little bit of drama around this I have to point out because they announced this literally like a week after they said that uh, the shadows of Vader's not coming out. Uh, is did they? Yes, uh... like they they because okay, so when then a Wednesday got fired off off shadows mm-hmm. of Vader, and then the the presumption was that they had only gotten rid of the two issues that he was writing, and they were like, oh, we're gonna publish the rest. But then they were like, no, we're just not going to do Shadows of Vader anymore. And then a week later, they announced this. And so people were like, uh, like is this just that, but with a different name? Well, <laughs> you yeah, know I was going to say, because if, if, if this is in reaction to that, this art seems pretty you know, finished. Well, I think the, the conspiracy theory is that this is Shadow of Vader. They just changed the name <laughs> to get away from all the drama around yeah. Chuck Wendig's firing. So. I don't know. We'll see. The art is awesome, though. I, it, I agree. It looks very Legendsy to me. It really Just, does. It does. Yeah. It's really. It's kind of silly, shield. but also really cool. Yeah. <laughs> is it canon? Yes. Although I'm curious to see if that shield is actually his. Like he's actually using a shield. I. Or if this I'm, is like a statue dedicated somewhere. You know, we don't. I'm gonna really go know. out on a limb and say that this will not happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Comic books. This, this, this event. Beast. You know. <laughs> Yeah, him riding this space horse with eight legs. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, it looks pretty like acid trip, but in a cool way. If it does, yeah. I'm totally getting a Vader costume and a shield and walking around with it. Oh, well, regardless, that's a great costume. It really is. With that yeah. shield. Yeah. It just looks yeah. cool. I'm excited for this. Um, I'm always The Vader comics have been a lot of fun, and he's one character that I think a lot of us would we really want to kind of know what he has done in between the movies. And these give us little hints and peeks into that. I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of people talk online about how the Vader comic this year is like their favorite storyline. Yeah. They just, I think issue 25 just came out this week and it's the, it's a wrap on that series they've been running, which has been between episodes three and four. Yeah. So, I've been seeing a lot of Twitter reactions being like, this is one of my favorite star Wars stories. Yeah. I've so. read the first two volumes of that and it is really good oh, okay. um that's what i'm doing it, over the break i i uh i wasn't a huge fan of the first vader run i thought it was okay this yeah. one's fantastic it's just so cool see i liked the first vader run so that's very exciting for me oh well then you're gonna you're gonna just go I nuts like everything. for the next one <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, uh, next topic, Star Wars Celebration is next year. It is in 112 days, 9 hours, 28 minutes, and 16 minutes. <laughs> you want Star Wars Newsnet? <laughs> uh, no, I'm on StarWarsCelebration.com. So oh, they have, a, they have a countdown on Newsnet also. I love it. To um, Celebration. I'm very excited because this Me is too. the first celebration that I've been to. Oh, you're going to um, love it. I, I mean... Uh, there's a little video playing on the website of a little girl walking with a, a freaking chopper, and it's just oh look oh my gosh I'm gonna freak out if like C3PO comes out I'm gonna like actually freak out like a kid. I'll I'll admit when the first celebration the the first one that I ever went to was to Celebration Anaheim, and they come out with these little trailer videos and I got super excited and a little teary eyed seeing that because it's it's your first I mean I've been to comic book conventions like a ton of them, but going to your first Star Wars celebration there's nothing that can compare. It's just, just so much to see. It is a and different do. feel. It's a different feel. It's a different beast. Is it, you know, is it organized? Does it feel It's it's very organized. Polished? It's very polished. Just keep in mind that there's so much to do that you're not going to be able to do it all. Aside from yeah. what's going on with the convention, there's tons of outside things that are going on at the hotels, lots of meetups, lots of photo ops. Sometimes you have offsite, you know, they're watching the movies and the celebrities appear. There's just it's such a dense convention. Well, I'm just excited to be like to take over Chicago with a like one little corner of Chicago with a bunch of nerds and run around. Oh yeah. Um, the only convention I've ever been to was um, PlayStation Experience, um, but even that, like everybody was staying in a hotel around, and so you just would walk out, and there's just a bunch of nerds everywhere. Um, I guess like kind of funny live is kind of a convention. And that's how I met Josh. So, yeah, I'm hoping to meet a lot of friends. Hopefully people mm-hmm. from the pod who listen um, will hit us up and we can meet up. Um, yeah. But I can't wait. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to do a meetup yet, but I know that we're going to meet up with some of our fellow content people. And definitely going to do some swag trading. So we'll be part yes. of the Star Wars swag crew, as it's called. Uh, I'm going to make sure we get you two swag badges because you wear those around and people trade with you it's such a cool experience josh remembers me doing that because i kept disappearing yeah. on the group of them and i'd come back <laughs> be like i just got buttons so i'm just concerned that i'm gonna want to buy everything i see oh you will yeah you are yeah there's there's no way around it last celebration i spent like 500 dollars on stuff yeah. yeah okay well my birthday is right around there and there I'm just go. gonna pretend, and I didn't really have a 30th birthday party, so I'm gonna pretend that I'm 30 treat again yourself. and ask people <laughs> to give me money for Star Wars. Treat toys. yourself, Yay! Star Wars celebration. Treat yourself, 2019, <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> All right. So next, next is Disneyland Galaxy's Edge, which is launching sometime this summer. Hopefully, oh well, it'll be launched by the time. Uh, D23 is happening, right? Yeah, D23 is in August. So the rumor is celebration, or sorry, uh, Disneyland's Galaxy's Edge is going to open sometime in the first few weeks of June with a possible soft opening in May. But no one really knows. It's being kept secret. And a lot of the times, especially with my experience having worked at a theme park, they don't really know when the opening is going to be. They have an estimated completion date. But you have to do soft runs. You have to do lots of testing. You have to figure out, you know, prep. So there may be a day where all of a sudden, hey, it's open, and then it'll be closed for three weeks. Yeah, there's probably a lot of variables when you're talking about giant machines mm-hmm. like they're building. Well, and you're looking at also uh, egress, making sure you have enough people coming in and out. 
figuring out where you're going to queue people just to get into the land and i mean i have no idea how that's going to work yeah i, I don't know either. so many people it's going to be insane oh boy i think what i'm going to do is just go and plan on like only going to galaxy's edge like in the first hour of the day in the last hour of the day and like just do other things for the whole day i feel like, like you're gonna have to commit a whole day to it you're you're gonna honestly. have to yeah. oh yeah but i do it for like a week you know <laughs> just do those oh. well the, the rumor is too that they'll have some sort of uh preview at night event and when they did pixar pier which was just the revamping of an existing set of attractions it was 300 for the night so if this is a Oof. whole new land you know how much will that be and will it be worth you know how many people are they actually going to invite to this event Will it be worth the high price of the ticket? Depending on, it will definitely be worth yeah. worth the ticket. It will because it's going to be insane for months. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But it you know, my my <laughs> question is though, if they don't have a, I mean, people are going to need to book like that trip. That's so. That's I feel the hard like, part. We don't know when it is. Yeah, which might actually weed out like some of the people, so it might not be as crazy as I'm thinking. Well, Disneyland is a very uh, heavy locals park. A lot of the California oh, parks. Right. Is, you don't have to travel very far. Not a lot of people travel, and I mean, the amount of annual passes is crazy in Southern, well, in all you know the United States, but in Southern California, almost every other person has an annual pass, and you know they'll be there. Yeah. So for for me yeah. and my wife, we're gonna wait until D twenty three to check it out uh, a few months later. That way, hopefully, you know, I mean, it still be busy, but maybe less people, like three or four less people. <laughs> well. Hopefully I can convince Nicole uh, to go to D23 and then we can go. Because I really want to go. But I paid for a whole vacation. So now it's her turn. (laughs) It's just crazy that it's opening in the summer. It's like, of course it's opening in the summer. but At the hottest point of the year. I mean, to be fair, it's been years. Like, since we started hearing about it. So Yeah. But all all the children will just be running around. And good for them. That'll be great. Yeah. You, You guys do that. And then I'll, I'll show up in, like, December and do my late night well, this is, Disneyland runs. this is when you hang out everywhere else but there. Like, every line yeah. will be five minutes. Yeah. You can get on yeah. Pirates, like, four times. Right. You guys don't want to get off the That's... boat. It's all right. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> well, no lie. I went, I went on Christmas Eve uh, once to Disneyland, and it was dead. Yeah. Completely dead. The, like, you know the best day to go? It is, Christmas, it is a New Year's Day in the morning. We went a few years ago, and there was no one in the park. Yeah. We hit yeah. every went, single ride in, like, two, three hours. Yeah, I went on, like, I think January 2nd. Um, but that night, I didn't. we didn't get in until, like, 9 p.m., and we're like, yeah, let's run over. There was no one. We did Splash Mountain, like, six times in a row. They just let us stay <laughs> Yeah, on. no one's going to go Splash Mountain on in January at <laughs> 9 at night. <laughs> it was great. You're well, a was- masochist. But you're insane because it was 75 degrees outside and everybody in L.A. is like, it's cold. I'm like, whatever. I just came from New York in the snow. I'm riding Splash Mountain until I throw up. Anyway, (laughs) what's next? Uh, We we have a a new Thrawn book coming out this summer. It's called Thrawn Treason. So I'll read you just a little bit about it. As it says now, as Thrawn's TIE Defender program is halted in favor of Director Krennic's secret Death Star project, he realizes that the balance of power in the Empire is measured by more than just military acumen or tactical efficiency. Even the greatest intellect can hardly compete with the power to annihilate entire planets. So, aside from him having lost his program, there's actually another issue with uh, his homeworld. 
So this is going to be a book about testing his loyalty between his people and the Empire. It, of course, mm. is written by the uh, Timothy Zahn, the, you know, the creator of Thrawn. Uh, not much other information is known other than it comes out this summer. But if you enjoyed the past two yeah. Thrawn books, this is probably right up your alley. I need to read those books. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, to we're, I have we're... taken a big break on Star Wars books, but I'm slowly kind of feeling the pull oh. again. The pull to the light. If you are interested in this book already, you can start. Uh, you can place your pre-order now. <laughs> well i do yeah. audiobooks so so don't do that <laughs> well i don't know remember it was it was it comic-con where they had an exclusive audiobook on a flash drive with an exclusive audio file so i mean there's always little i think perks. it was i think it was you bought the like the special edition and you got the book with a flash well, drive or something like that so I don't it was remember. it was some sort of crazy thing but i mean you never know what they're gonna yeah. do with an audiobook it's it's cool though that they're making even like a physical item now for a digital mm-hmm. thing you buy yeah, I'm worth wrong. I could just listen to Lost Stars for a fourth uh, time. I need to read that. Fourth time? <laughs> Seriously? Well, I've, yeah, I've, well, I so I listened to it the first time, and I loved it so much that I immediately started it over. Mm. And then uh, I uh, like we were driving back from L.A., like Nicole and I, and I and I was like, we should listen to this because it's freaking awesome. And then we listened to like half of it on the way up because it's like an, a seven-hour drive. So like, that's most of the book. That's like yeah, f- f- two-thirds of the book. So we did that, and then she listened to the rest on her own. Uh, but yeah, I've listened to it like three times basically. That's that's dedication. Yeah. It really it, it's is. great look man it's so good <laughs> but i do i do also want to try aftermath um because i know I, but i know it's like three books and like i know that getting through lord of the rings was well tough I, even though i love them aftermath but it, isn't as dense as lord of the rings like lord of the rings is okay like that's f- fair enough nine yeah. books in one book aftermath is just yeah eat, you know three three stories each of the each of the Lord of the Rings books were like twenty hours. That's like long, listening so. to the Bible three times. It's that <laughs> dense. Aftermath. I wonder a, how long the audiobook Bible would be. Oh my gosh, do they do the audiobook? Oh, there the Bible? has to be. I'll look it they up. They have to. I'm. Sh- I'm sure you could get it for free. Probably. Well, I'll look it up while out. while you guys talk about the next story. Okay, the next story is me. Is yes. <laughs> uh yeah and it's um walt disney world's galaxy edge is opening in the fall so that's not disneyland that's disney world right and i think alex had mentioned or someone Sorry. had mentioned that they're the same similar uh I, similar things will be in the, the the sorry rewind both will have the same things to do just a different layout slightly it, different are they are they I was going to say, is the I would assume the world one's way bigger, but it's not, right? No, they, they seem to be about the same size. The only thing that Walt Disney World will have that Disneyland will not have is the Star Wars-themed hotel. Which I was just doing some that, research on. I thought that wasn't true. I thought we were getting the Star Wars hotel. No, the only hotel that was planned for Disneyland was the giant, I think, four or five-star hotel that was going to go in front of uh, the Disneyland hotel. But with all their crazy tax issues, that got scrapped, and now they're trying to figure out what their next step is. But uh, as of now, only Walt Disney World is getting the uh, Star Wars Hotel. No, it's... Oh, wait. Yeah, it's only Disney World. (laughs) 
Oh. Well, while well, you're... that makes me well, sad. Now, now I gotta go all the way to Florida to freaking go to space. Well, that makes more like sense because that. That, you're traveling. Yeah. That you would need a hotel. It would be more. It'll be more, like more of an adventure. Well, that, oh that's yeah. Right well then now, yeah. Too. I don't know why in my head I'm like I need a hotel <laughs> and I gotta pay for this well, hotel. <laughs> one thing that Disney's doing too is they've been buying up a lot of the hotels around the area, and so I wouldn't be surprised if they because they've been buying them and demolishing them. Uh, I think that's how they were able to build their their second. Uh, parking garage that they're working on right now so i wouldn't be surprised if they purchase some hotels near the back end of disneyland create a star wars hotel there and you have an exclusive entrance kind of like what you do with grand california hotel and uh california adventure so hopefully in the next few years that's great that'd be really cool to have i'll go to disneyland now i'm really excited about the star wars themed hotel however i was doing some research just now and it doesn't seem like there's any word on when it's going to open and travel and leisure says they estimate at least a couple more years and i've also heard that there's a possibility of it having less than 100 rooms Oh right now so that means it's going to be very expensive you're never going to get in there right now they're saying that the, the layouts that people that have been released to the public you're looking at at least 68 rooms but they don't estimate more than 100 so it's going to be a very kind of luxe like you you're know, paying for the experience you're going to pay for that kind of experience yeah. yeah oh really quick the bible is over 90 hours on audiobook okay so if you have okay. that much time go for it i mean I spent more time reading lore from Dragon Age and playing that game, so, you know, <laughs> seems about right. What's next? Uh, well, D23, which we talked about, is happening from August 23rd through the 25th. Woo! And for those of you that don't know, D23 is basically the Star Wars celebration of Disney. Woo! So, you can expect... A bunch of like Pixar announcements, Disney animated announcements. You can expect usually some Marvel stuff, right? Like a little bit. Uh, actually, a lot more now that D twenty three is a thing. Whenever D twenty three falls in the same year as Comic Con, they don't go to Comic Con. Right. Well, I mean, they. Well, like the presentations, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Comic Con's every year, so they just don't. Well, like ev- they just go there. Every other year, they've been kind of skipping out on on San Diego, and they just do a giant panel. Disney usually does their live action panel mm-hmm. that's about two hours long, and they'll throw in Disney live action, Marvel, and Star Wars. So that's like one of the big panels of that convention. Right. And they usually show trailers. Trailers. And... I mean, last uh, actually, you know, in 2015, when they announced Moana, The Rock came on stage did a whole polynesian dance with dancers and all that like you don't really see that anywhere else that's yeah. awesome the rock's great very cool i really want to go we'll see august 23rd and 25th well i'll i'll definitely be there um i'm gonna see if i can bring some swag to hand out we'll do sure. some hiding uh i'm gonna be going to galaxy's edge at that time so if you're there let us know i'm gonna see if i can hide some cool stuff in galaxy's edge uh we'll we'll see what we can do but Long time ago, radio would definitely be in Anaheim that week. Yay! Yeah. So coming late 2019, because the date hasn't been announced yet, is Disney Plus, and with that comes The Mandalorian and the standalone Cassian Andor show. I can't. Just well. I, uh, well, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase Cassi- that. Cassian Andor show will start production next year. The release hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. But like, we're gonna get in the in the in the latter months of 2019 a new high quality live action television show and a star wars movie that's freaking insane yeah with like a plus production values and stuff 
I could not. Words can't describe how excited I am for The Mandalorian. I'm excited about Disney Plus in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just telling some friends about it um, last night. And you're kind of discussing, you know, what's the price going to be for stuff like this moving forward? And um, who's going to be able to back up that that standard price point for these kinds of services with enough content? And I think Disney is the best positioned to really make, yeah. you know, something valuable coming from one production, one brand. Well, with all, everything they own now, you have all the Marvel movies. You have 20th Century Fox movies going into their, their whole set. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to go really well. If, if yeah. they have all the Disney, like, old-school Disney, like, animated films throughout all the years, like... I hope so. Oh, that would make my heart just so happy. And they could. They could easily. I can't imagine, yeah. like... I, I want them to have all their old cartoons and stuff, too. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I'm i like, open the vault. Like, just let it... Let it let it flow, you know? I'm, let I'm, me watch Steamboat Willie and then follow right? it up with Iron Man. <laughs> I'm an Oscar... I'm an Oscar buff person, so, like, I have a master list of everything ever, and it's fun, because there's... Like, back in the day, Disney was constantly nominated for Oscars for their shorts, um, and they won a ton. Like, Walt Disney's been nominated so many times, um, and I'd love to have a good central place to go and watch all of those, so... We'll have see. you seen the, the Oscar trophy that they like, he won for Snow White? Oh, with the teeny tiny mm. ones next to it? Yeah. yeah, where it's they, they made a special one for him. Yeah, so it's a normal Oscar, and then along the the side of it, there's stairs, and there's seven steps, and each seventh step has a tinier little Oscar on it. Wow! For the seven dwarves. That just shows you what an impact that movie must have had when it came out. Yeah. I wonder if like adults were like, "Oh my gosh, you have to go see Snow White." Like they're talking about. Spider-Man. Well, it was it was the maybe. First, I mean, it was yeah. one of those like cinematic. It events. was the first full length animated feature. Before that, you're looking at you know five six minutes versus this this is almost yeah. an hour. I think so. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And they like literally invented uh, like animation techniques mm-hmm. to make that movie. This happen is... even though i don't think it's that good like by today's standards when you watch it it's like eh, well, this isn't that knowing great that but it's by, back done, then yeah. it was probably the bee's knees yeah. it's, a, it's a classic it's a classic film yeah music holds up music always holds yeah. up uh oh it's me it is you and this one's great for me because i'm very excited about it um during the holiday season of 2019, so plan this for your stockings or whatever, Star Wars <laughs> Jedi <laughs> Fallen Order game, game, a video game, is coming out. And mm-hmm. Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, we know pretty much nothing. We know from Respawn Entertainment comes a brand new action-adventure game which tells an original Star Wars story around a surviving Padawan Set shortly after the events of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, the game will be releasing mm-hmm. holiday 2019, and then they have a newsletter that you can sign up for. It's being made by Respawn. Yeah, they made Titanfall and Titanfall, Titanfall Two, which is awesome. And Those the story games in Titanfall great. One was mad, but the story in Titanfall Two was so good. So, <laughs> um, I had like emotions at the end of that yeah. game. The rumor um, was that uh, the combat was going to be very similar to stuff like God of War and uh, like Devil May Cry. So very like okay. top down. It's top down like third person action actiony combat and stuff. So I'm excited about that. I love the subject matter. I like Respawn as a developer. And I'm I'm hyped to get like a like I like Battlefront even though the the campaign was 
not amazing. But I'm very excited to have just like a straight up action game yep. that's like about Jedi. You know, yep. it's it's gonna be great. I want a game game. I want to play through a game with like, you know, levels and like I want it. I want a game game. <laughs> I'm really mm-hmm. excited about it. So we'll see. And we I, still yeah, don't know what ragtag is. Now that I think about it. Uh, yeah. Which I. They just need to start making games. It's silly that we don't have so yeah, many. Yeah, they Star just Wars take games. a long time. And as soon as they, they, but then they and they keep canceling them. As soon as they release on the Wii, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the OG sure, Wii mm-hmm. we're talking about, not even like yeah. the Wii U. Okay. Hey, I got I got my All nunchucks right. and uh, ready to go for the next you know big game. There you go. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine comes out on no December twentieth. No big deal. So no do we deal. think there's going to be rioting? Is there, are, are people going to like burn down theaters? I just can't even I think imagine. it's just, I think it'll be just done. People will just. You think they're going to give up on hating? I don't think they'll hating? give up on hating at this point. If, if they haven't been into the last two, they shouldn't see the third. But either way, their their frustrations are done. They're, they're going, going to, to. Which is great because I mean, no, there's more money coming to Star Wars. But like, no matter what you think, you're done. The trilogy is done. We have our story. Yeah, I guess I'll give that as a piece of advice. Like, if you're a person, I don't know why that you would be listening to us, but maybe you're really intense about all the Star Wars content and you're secretly judging us and hating us too. Um, just don't see it. You know, like, start shedding your lives of the things that actually make you upset. I um, honestly think a lot of people are going to change their mind. Once I think, they see the yeah, full I story. Can I hope so. And, I and also, I, I do think that the people who didn't like it are are kind of a minority. Like, of course, they're just very point. loud. Yeah, they're very they're very loud. Like, I know a few people that didn't like it, and guess what? They don't do talk about it all that all the time. I also I have two friends who are like they were like eh, I'm not super like hyped on it. Like it's they're like it was fine, I guess, or like I didn't really like it, but like. They don't message me every day, and they don't message, like, Ryan Johnson, you know? They're just like, yeah, whatever. They move on. I just wish that we weren't having the conversation constantly, because I follow a lot of great positive uh, Star Wars people on Twitter, and, like, even them, they feel the constant need to kind of have the other side of that conversation, like, they to to counteract all the criticisms and to keep going into all the reasons why it actually was great or it wasn't that bad. And I'm like, let's just change yeah. the conversation. But, but no matter please. what, like, we have a new Star Wars movie. We have the conclusion of this yes! story. I am oh, I super excited. I, I have to tell my new job that I'm taking off those days just so they know ahead of time. Um, oh, yeah. I, it's, it's a new Star Wars movie. It's episode nine. I mean, ah. So, wait, it's yeah. December 20th? That's so yes. close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, take the I whole week off. I might as well. Just make it. I kind of did that last year. We got a planned yeah. Endor trip. Oh, that's right. Oh, we'll hit Rancho Obi Wan up. We'll yeah. just do a whole Star. We'll call it Star yeah. Wars week. We'll do everything. Yeah. Sold. Yeah, we'll do it all. Make cookies. Watch the holiday special. Everything. Actually, no, never again. <laughs> okay, I we're do not have do the uh, Muppet again. special that we should watch though. Okay, the Muppet thing, yeah, I'll watch that. Of course, but, I'll watch any Muppet thing. Yeah, I like Muppets. I'm into it. I love Muppets. Yeah. That's part <laughs> of the Game Awards. The, the Muppets were at the Game Awards? 
Oh, uh, you, you did you not see that? No, I didn't watch it. No. Uh, there was a. <laughs> Uh, there was a, a thing that, like, everyone hated where, like, this Muppet was, like, doing a thing with Ninja, and he was like, what is a fork knife? And, like, I thought it was funny, but everyone else hated it. Because <laughs> oh, oh. they were like, like, oh, so cringy, but I'm like, but it was a Muppet, you know? It's a Muppet. Uh-huh. Who doesn't like a Muppet? These yeah. kids these days. He was like, I'm going to take a selfie. And I'm like, all right, I love this guy. <laughs> Because you're an old man at heart, Josh, and that's why I like. I am, and I like the I like the the crotchety uh, Muppets and and yeah. uh, Sesame Street people. Like I I like Oscar the Grouch because he lives in a trash can. Wow, just a little insight yep. into Josh's headspace there. I like it. I'm a very positive person, but I do have a little <laughs> bit of grouch on top of it. It's like a nice sandwich with a really <laughs> sour pickle. Oh. <laughs> That oh, you need a shirt wonderful. with that on it. I'm like a sandwich <laughs> with the yes. really sour pickle. <laughs> Never mind. Don't oh, no. don't wear that on the shirt. <laughs> don't. don't. <laughs> anyway, what's the next thing coming oh, in 2019? Yep, got it. it was a uh, so we have hashtag Clone War saved. So we will be getting the next and possibly the actual final episodes of the Clone War season seven. Uh, we don't awesome. know a date. Awesome. Awesome. We just know awesome. it's coming out next year, correct? Uh, yeah, we do not know a date. I'm going to assume the summer. Maybe, maybe it'll launch with, with Disney Plus. Don't I don't totally know. That would be an awesome incentive to be like, hey. It is going to be exclusively yes. on Disney Plus. But uh, we'll finally, so. we will be getting 12 episodes. Um, I, I would be surprised if they said more, but at the same time, you never know. There was a ton of storylines that they had in the works we might get more than that yeah we if you listen back we did a podcast where we talked a lot about the abandoned storylines so if you want to know what's possibly to come um but yeah so excited Mm -hmm. if the trailer is anything like the episodes it's gonna be awesome because the trailer gets it the show is dark it's awesome it's about struggle and war it's beautiful for shizzle <laughs> speaking of television we also get yeah. the conclusion of season one of our wonderful new resistance and then season two as well is that true yeah well i mean yeah. that's Probably how rebels worked like we yeah we would oh, get gotcha. basically we would get like the at, like we'd get the end of season whatever the season was that started the previous year around like february March ish, like, and then we would start the next season like at the end of summer. Like traditional television, yeah. the way traditional yeah. television works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like so, and and that's all we have on this list. But like, I mean, we're not counting like certain toys coming out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a ton of other stuff that happens every. There's year a rumor that Wars, Force Friday so. will be coming back this year for episode nine. So if you'd like to buy merchandise, start saving your money. Uh. I was trying to think about the books coming out. There are a couple books coming out to pay attention to. Star Wars books. Um, there's Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray, my girl, Claudia mm-hmm. Gray. Uh, and that is the book about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan pre-Phantom Menace. So pretty cool. And then we have Queen's Shadow by E.K. Johnston, who wrote the Ahsoka book, which is all yes. about Padme. And, there's, and then we also have uh, Thrawn. I like uh, this prequel stuff. Me too. 
I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited about learning, diving deeper in there for sure. Um, for sure. The Qui-Gon thing especially, that's awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Right. So next and year we will is going to be covering be it all. Ever. Next year is going to be off the chain. Yeah, we're going to try yep. to go. To, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping we get to go to as many conventions and events next year. We we hit a lot this year. We did, uh, you know, the, the different conventions. We are we, we saw Solo, which I mean, we were not going to not see Solo. Uh, mm-hmm. The Star Wars night at Disneyland. So I'm hoping this next year, we I mean, we'll be at Star Wars Celebration. We'll be at D23. I mean, we're we're going to be everywhere and definitely Disneyland. Yeah. Is this our last pod of the year, or do mm-hmm. we have yep. another one? This is the last nope, of the this year. This is it. Oh well, it's been a oh, great wait. year. Oh wait, unless we're doing it on the thirtieth. Well, that's up to us. Let's do one next year. Let's figure, figure it out. Well, it definitely won't air in this year, so this is the last <laughs> next one airing. Year. Yeah, this we year. could take a break and then just be like, oh, in January, second week of yeah, January, all the holidays. Is when we're starting back up again. Well, regardless. Even yeah. if we do, it would be like the next. We do the next because none. I, I doubt you're gonna edit and post it on New Year's Eve. If you do, then Josh, we need to have a talk about how you spend <laughs> your time. Um, <laughs> but it's been a great year. I, you it know, has. we have loyal listeners. Thanks for sticking around. We've done, yeah, as, as Alex was saying, we've been around at different conventions. I think we're gonna have a very good presence around next year. So yeah, it's very been very fun. Yeah, Yay, looking forward years. to. Four. 2019 is going to be awesome. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Is that all? We good? I think we good. Yeah. I have good news for you, my lord. Uh, new Star Wars Resi- <laughs> New Star Wars Resistance shorts debut on Disney Channel YouTube. So. What? Uh, oh, no. Now I have more stuff that I'm behind. Well, I just started. hang on. So what <laughs> these are are... Okay, I'm just going to read the press release of like wh- how, what's going on here. So all new Star Wars Resistance shorts debut on the Disney Channel, YouTube, beginning Monday, December 10th, which was last week. So there's already one or two out, I think. While Star Wars Resistance takes a brief holiday break between episodes, the stories continue with new shorts beginning today, Monday, December 10th, on Disney Channel YouTube. The 12 shorts featuring featuring Kaz, Tora, Tam, Flix, Orca, Hype, Nick, Niku, the Aces, and more. I almost I was like Aces like is a character. Uh, like will nonsense. debut throughout December on Disney Channel YouTube, and then Star Wars Resistance will return with new episodes in January 2019. Okay, so I thought it was February, but it's coming back in January. Cool. So that's good to know. Um, and there are like three out, and I think they're they're like a minute long each. So don't expect Snoke's backstory. You know, don't expect Snoke's like, backstory in a minute. My expectations are always low. <laughs> yeah, Snoke's backstory. Just, Wouldn't that, that would be awesome? awesome. If they just did that in a one minute video, just to shut up. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's like, just like shut the, the f up series. The, the yes. Fifth, the fifth one is randomly like Snoke's entire backstory in a minute, and then they just go back to like playing darts <laughs> and like, doing shit. Like, that that oh, that's so Snoke, much. and then a real fast uh, recap of his life. Oh, okay. And they just keep going. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, my God. I love it. That's hilarious. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is now free with EA Access. So this what? new story comes from GameSpot. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, my God. Autoplay. Stop it. Star Wars Battle- <laughs> Battlefront 2 is now available on the EA Access Vault. Publisher EA has announced. That means EA Origins Access members can play the game at no extra cost as long as they're subscribed. So, uh... 
The way this works is EA has their own service where you can pay $5 a month or $30 a year, and then you get access to a bunch of their games just for free. Like, you can just play them as much as you want. And they're adding Star Wars Battlefront 2 there. So if you, so you can, I honestly, $30 a year is not that bad if you're, if you only play yeah. like a couple games a year. Uh, like if you, if you only play like Madden and Battlefield, you're freaking set. Like be, you'd be all right. But yeah, so they add, they have a bunch of games on there. You can go check it out. I've used it before, but it was in a professional context. So I didn't have to pay for it. So I, I don't. I don't know if it's worth it, but also Star Wars Battlefront 2, you can, you can get that game for like 20 bucks right now. Well, so if you have it, it's a nice addition. I don't know if it's necessarily worth it. Yeah. Yeah, if you already have it, then it's it's cool. But I don't know that I would go out of my way. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go to EA Access yeah. now that Battlefront's there. It's like that game, you can get it pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, the voice of Leia Organa recast in Star Wars Resistance, and I think I, I think I know about all about this, but uh, this comes from JediNews.co.uk. There's been no official announcement or explanation about the recast of Leia Organa in the winter finale of Star Wars Resistance, but we're assuming, and I, I assume that this same exact thing, we're assuming this was done due to the backlash against Rachel Batara's controversial Twitter post imitating Dr. Christine Balsley Ford, which was since deleted. Uh, Butara has been replaced by Carolyn Hennessy, who voiced Leia in Lego Star Wars All-Stars. Uh, and then there's some, like, what, what looks like a quote, but it's not, like, attributed. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> Come on, StarJediNews.co.uk. Get it together. But anyway, I, uh, I remember this happening, and I remember people being kind of angry about it. And so I'm not surprised yeah, that I'm interested this happened. In, in the way they did it. I'm, I'm wondering if they had already recorded a bunch of it. Or they just didn't renew her contract, or if um, they literally just let her go and they wanted to do it later so as to not look reactionary um, and to try, kind of just do it quietly. That would be my best guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, she, you know, I know jobs you have and to be careful. are separate, but yeah. when you, you know, post things online, and, and there was no world in which that wasn't incredibly damaging to females, and she's just playing one of the greatest female characters of all time so it's kind of an obvious one i mean yeah it's one of those situations where like the the views do not align with you know the character and like exactly yeah and the brand specifically and all it's yeah so yeah it's it's it is what it is yeah and and uh we will it's fine anyway This is official now. Pedro Pascal revealed as the Mandalorian. DeLorean. He's playing the man. The man <laughs> the himself. Man. The, <laughs> the Mandalorian. This is directly from StarWars.com. Lucasfilm is pleased to announce the cast of the first ever Star Wars live action series, The Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal from Narcos, and he was also in Game of Thrones season two, I want to say. Two or three mm-hmm. has been cast in the title role as a lone Mandalorian gunfighter Four. in the outer reaches of the galaxy. He is joined by Gina Carano, who we who was officially announced back when I think in the last episode he did from Deadpool. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. Hello. Yeah. Uh, Emily Swallow from Supernatural. Carl Weathers from Pre- Predator. 
Omid Abtahi, I'm so sorry if I mispronounced your name, uh, Werner Herzog, and Nick Nolte. And there's actually Nick. some some news about Nick Nolte, who might who Nick Nolte might be playing, and I am kind of stoked. Okay, <laughs> uh, but, but real quick, saw. I want to like talk for a hot second about Werner Herzog. Do you guys uh-huh. know Werner Herzog? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know of him. Yeah. Okay, so it's just insane to me that he's like an actual cast member on this television show. He is a very famous and revered documentary filmmaker who is a character. Um, I don't, I'm sure if listeners, if you don't really know who he is, go and listen to his voice for a hot second. And he's very, he's very open to doing like fun parodies of himself. Um, Great thing for anyone to look up a short film called Plastic Bag. He narrates it from the view of a plastic bag. I know that. (gasps) It'll just blow your mind. But the fact that he's going to be on a Star Wars show Pablo Hidalgo like retweeted it like in like his name in the Star Wars font and like oh my gosh I can't even it's very weird and very cool and I'm wondering who he's gonna be <laughs> some Honest- weird Ooh, what you know what I think he was he walking down the street bad. yeah like when I when I think of Werner Herzog I, all I think of is is uh oh yeah the last season of <laughs> of uh, Parks and Rec he plays he the guy who sells like the haunted house to uh this was a dog factory uh, and he's like so this was a uh, it's like this was a sanitarium for the people who went insane on the assembly line or whatever yeah i'm excited cuz i saw behind the scenes of that and he was like saying like i don't know if they're going to use any i can't do i'm not going to try um, i don't know if they're going to use i don't know if they're going to use any of my footage <laughs> <laughs> I want to move it's, closer it's to It's going to be an interesting <laughs> show that has such an awesome cast. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's, the cast of this show is incredible. It's so good. Like, the people they have directing episodes is, like, incredible. Is like and it's just like, how is this even a thing that's Boba happening? Something. And, well, we may now getting Boba Fett Mandalorians have always been super popular. And now you have all these super cool people working on this super cool show about a super cool guy in a super cool helmet. Yeah. I want, I mean, yeah, yeah, shut your how mouth. anyone can complain about anything <laughs> in a time like this. We're living. I don't know, man. It, it's, it's cool, too, because uh, so much of a lot of the complaints are always like, why is all the Star Wars stuff that's been coming out, like minus the movies, very aimed at like kids? And I understand it's for like 12 year olds. We're all 12 year olds on the inside. I feel like The Mandalorian, while 12 year olds will probably be able to watch it, I feel like it is geared more toward I mean, uh, adult fans. None of these actors are in children's things. This is exactly. a very serious. This is yeah. a real artistic endeavor here, and I cannot yeah. wait. And I'm sure it'll have jokes and stuff, but like, this it's definitely feels to me like, uh, you know, oh hey, people who keep complaining that everything is for children, here's something aimed more at you. You know, just for and it, and and it's like I, I don't know. I think a lot of fans need to just remember that not like you don't have to engage with every single How could thing you? that comes out at Star Wars. Like I don't watch any of the Lego kids shows. I don't read any of the Scholastic <laughs> kids book because they're not for me. Like they're Can for kids, right? Like going online being like this. Scholastic None kids of it was canon. The, the art was all. <laughs> it's wrong. not for the me. Was what wrong. the hell? Yeah, no. <laughs> now, no, I mean, no it, it is canon, but 
everything is good. We have so much beautiful content. Those people are whatever. We are happy and we rise above in our land of well-made, amazing Star Wars television. I can't wait. Yeah. Ah, man, this show. It's like they haven't said anything that's worrying. It's like every time they announce something, it's just more awesome. I bet you you're going to get something there. I yeah. bet, yeah, we'll get, we'll get like, uh, something's gonna yeah, drop because it's going to come out later in the year. It, so we're going to so. get like a trailer, probably. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a trailer Ooh, and, a and then, and sure they'll do a, a panel poster. later where they'll show like some scenes or something. Oh, yeah. They, every year. <laughs> Everyone gets a free post. It's so funny that like the last Jedi oh. trailer happened and everybody's like, cool. Oh, and then they showed the poster and that was what got the biggest reaction. And then to they're like, fair, and we you were, all I get one for free. I was the same way free. when they gave us <laughs> the Force Awakens posters. And then again, when they gave us the Clone Wars stage, when they're like, look at the poster, you get one. Oh my God, the the room just blew up. Oh. It's the I Oprah have my effect. poster over there. Everybody loves getting stuff. You get no. a poster. Yeah, I, yeah, I have my Clone Wars too. poster over in the corner, but I need to get a frame for it. Uh, mm. I have a lot of art that I need to frame up. I just haven't. Mm. All right. This next story is actually kind of interesting. Excuse me. Uh, Star Wars lightsaber auction pulled over origin dispute. And this comes from the BBC. Ooh. It says a lightsaber listed as Luke Skywalker's weapon from the original Star Wars film has been pulled from auction over doubts about its origin. Los Angeles auctioneer profiles in history said it had canceled the sale due to quote, conflicting information. The item was described as one of five weapon de- weapons designed by Oscar-winning set designer Roger Christian for actor Mark Hamill in the 1977 film, but fans and bloggers raised questions about the prop online. The lightsaber was expected to sell for up to $200,000. Uh, in a statement reported by Ro- uh, Reuters, Profiles in History Chief Executive Joe Madal- Madal- Madalena I, I'm really bad at last names, said they had canceled the sale of the weapon, quote, in light of conflicting information about its origin. Um, and they didn't really go into, well, like, yeah. Well, there's been descriptions of Mark Hamill Hamill when he saw that this was for sale. Oh, wait. He was, because when they were putting it out that they're like, it's the one and only lightsaber. And so Mark Hamill tweeted out, there were multiple sabers that were made. You know, this is not the one and only. There's at least five stunt ones, and there were even some full rubber ones because, you know, you get tired of holding a heavy piece of metal. So that kind of started everything being like, well, you guys are saying it's the one and only, so which is it? I mean, they're more likely to believe Mark Hamill than someone trying to sell, you know, something for $100,000. Yeah, and Mark's really, like, intense about this stuff. He's constantly tweeting and retweeting when people have fake signatures and whether and confirming them or not and saying look out for stuff because um, yeah there's a lot of people trying to take advantage but there is yeah that being said for shizzle that being said <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that being said at an auction far far away ha i see what you did daily mail jesus it's okay i <laughs> As someone with a bachelor's degree in journalism, it's the I Daily this, Mail. I take this very seriously. Stop with the jokes. You are a news organization. He's a sour pickle, Becky. Grumpy McGrumpy. It's not the point. Pickle. Like I, the point is not to make jokes. <laughs> huh? Nothing. <laughs> no, it's just you know. I don't know. And it, it it you're like you're supposed to take it seriously. You are doing whatever. I could get into this for a, a long time, but. Mm-hmm. 
anyway. Helmet worn by a pilot in the original Star Wars films fetches a hundred and ninety thousand pounds, which doesn't have a conversion. An original right here. Tie Pilot helmet. Wow. Woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worn by some uh, sweaty extra. Yep. During this four-day sale of Hollywood memorabilia in Los Angeles that ended yesterday, the hoverboard... Uh, there's a bunch of other things that sold here, too. The hoverboard written by Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future 2 went for 81,000 uh, pounds. Much and less. And a hand... What? That's, like, way, way less. I feel like a random Star Wars helmet getting, like, twice as much as, like, the hoverboard that Michael J. Fox ran. That's, like, so yeah. great. Well, get ready for this next one. And a handwritten manuscript for The Wizard Ouch. of Oz, which fetched <gasps> 950,000 pounds. So that's over a million dollars. Well, that's... A lot, dude. Really great, though. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and then the two Oscar Best Picture I have a feeling this was the same auction. Agreement. It was the same. Wow, mm. that's crazy. It was, mm. as the one we were just talking about, yeah. Mm. That's cray cray. Wow, people. Yeah, that's nuts. I could never. Uh, hopefully, Josh, they right go there, to can you like put a the museum, or in a museum sound clip? And I doubt it. Yeah. It belongs in a museum. It belongs in a museum. Yeah. Scores from Green Book, Solo, and other. But we mainly care about Solo. Uh, disqualified from the Oscar race. And this was like a uh, story about like. There was this time to a couple movies where they were like, "Me can't." Well, they th- you can't have the this Oscars. one was solo. I think they were either like too late or too late. Too they didn't late. do it in time, Something so happened. they were disqualified. It was a simple little thing. It's not like there was anything crazy yeah. with it. But yeah, some intern it, screwed up that's horribly. That's so weird. What? But like, I'm how telling is you, that some, even possible? The movie came out. Someone got fired. Ago. I don't know how these things work. They probably, I bet what happened was they didn't think about submitting it maybe. And then near the end of the year, they maybe they're like, we should try to yeah. do that. And they're like, oh, but it's too late. And they're like, do it anyway. And then it wasn't. And they're like, oh, that's strange. A story that's strange that that happens on a professional level. I don't know. Whatever. That's, I'm kind of it's like still nice not when they won about an award, award shows. I mean, I'm not the into them. But paying the money to see the movie. If I it enjoyed it, it that's what matters. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah. and then also that that was somebody's job that they spent a lot of time on, you know, and yeah. them getting their recognition. It's you know, Yeah, it's nice to be recognized. I'm not against getting awards. I'm just very, like, oh, I, I find the award show, oh, like, it. very strange. Make it 15 hours long. Let them talk as much as they want. Don't have a host. And just let us nerds watch it overnight. Like, stop trying to make it an event. I just want to see the people yeah. get the awards and hear what they have to say Dark. about their, like, cats and their dead parents. <laughs> wow okay uh star wars celebration chicago 2019 parking pass is now available so Oof. if you are driving there and need to park at the convention center you can now buy them five-day parking passes are 250 dollars or uh the individual days oh yeah get are, them now if you're driving they will sell out each i imagine those sell um, out <laughs> yeah we will be ubering <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't think we're that far from the convention. We're not. I think we're like a 20-minute walk. Yeah, so it's not that bad. 
This, uh, I I read this right as we were getting the show started. I'm kind of in love with this, if this is true. Uh, so some so there was some rumor deets on who Nick Nolte might be playing in The Mandalorian, and I'm just going to read it from Star Wars Newsnet. Uh, let me find the part where it starts. Oh, okay. It says, this is already a bit on the bizarre side, but production info on The Mandalorian makes this casting decision even more interesting. Nolte apparently won't be on the set at all, but they're not using CGI for whatever his character is. A little person was on the set acting out the character's physical movements while wearing an animatronic mask that operates on voice command. The mask was designed by Stan Winston's workshop and has realistic mouth movements. Nolte, Nolte apparently recorded all of his lines while on a break from for another project, likely The Angel Has Fallen, which is apparently something he's working on. And at this point, it isn't clear if the animatronic mask will have some kind of motion capture element going for it. Oh, da, da, that'd da, be da, so da, cool. But the rumor is that he's playing an Ugnaught. That is insane. Oh, that'd be That's so what cool. I'm saying. I kind of love the idea of the Nick Nolte Ugnaught walking around. That's great. In the, in the pictures they chose <laughs> He does have that Ugnaught like, feel, doesn't he? looks like an Ugnaught, kind of. <laughs> he really, yeah. really does. Um, at first I thought it was silly, and now I still think it's silly, but a Star Wars kind of silly, and I'm behind it 100%. Yeah, I'm so. into it. That's it makes so much more sense now. I'm like Nick Nolte is not going to star in the Star Wars show. Like I just knew that wasn't going to be what's happening. Just I don't know. I just don't think they would have invested all that time to have him on screen. Um, but that makes perfect sense now. Yeah, I love the idea of him playing an Ugnaught. It's great. Yeah. More Mandalorian news. The Mandalorian finds composer in Ludwig Goranson. I have no idea how to say his last name. But for those of you that don't know, he is the he's the man behind uh, Fruitvale Station, Creed, mm, yep. Black Panther, Venom, and Creed Two. So he's just best friends with Michael B. Jordan. Probably, yeah. Those are literally with. <laughs> I know those are like Venom. almost all his mo- movies. Yeah, that's literally his entire thing with minus Venom. That's so funny. Um, yeah, <laughs> but he does not look like someone who Michael B. Jordan should be hanging out with. No, that's mean. Um, <laughs> Why not? He, he looks. He looks like he could be a nice man. Uh, he's oh yeah, no, I don't want to talk to someone like that. Summer, he went to Joshua Tree and really found the music. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, this is his quote from StarWars.com. It says, words, words fail to express how surreal and humbling it feels to be invited into the Star Wars universe. I'm deeply grateful to John Favreau and Disney for this opportunity, and to John Williams for raising the bar so high with his iconic, intrepid scores. They will never be matched. In these next months, I hope to honor the tradition of Star Wars music, Star Wars's musical language, while propelling the Mandalorian into new and uncharted territory. And I will try to remember that there is no try. Well, that's an amazing statement. And now I feel really bad for mocking him the way he looks. He looks great. He has a style. It's very legit, and he looks nice. I like his hair. It's luxurious. Yeah. Great. Uh, and this last piece of news makes me actually pretty excited uh, Star Wars Celebration Chicago Warwick Davis returns as stage host Yay! which is great uh, yes that's great he was he Question did the last he's been at almost every single celebration either signing or hosting one of the stages yeah but he's he's one of those people that when you see yeah. him I, unfortunately I've never seen him in person I've never been able to chance to go to one of his panels but he's always very um, energetic like he's one of the better hosts And now that we've seen one of his, like, his starring role, 
Um, yeah, you might get banned. Yeah. We can talk to him about that if we run into hey, him. Hey, by the way, Willow's coming out on digital yeah, for the first time. Tell me about Caravan of Courage and Willow. Yeah. <laughs> tell me about the... That's how you started the conversation hey. with him oh. when you're at Celebration. So, uh, hey. Willow's on hey. digital. Hey. Caravan of Courage. Ewoks. <laughs> You'd be like, all right. Caravan of Courage. It's good. It's cool. Pajamas, it's cool seeing yeah, that he's coming back. You guys will have fun. Anyway. Yeah, for wait. sure. Uh, that's it for the news. Are we ready for I Creature of the Week? I hope you guys like this week? one. Let's do it. Oh, good. All right. Mm-hmm. Good job, Bob. They want no wonder. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> I do already. These look like uh, naked dogs. They look like little dogs, yeah. Yeah. So our creature of the week is the ice scrabbler. Should I read the? Oh, there is no cannon. This is a legends. No, there's no there's, there's a, cannon. a cannon. I it's clicked the cannon super... tab, but it's one sentence, so it's like. Yeah. It I don't counts. Know. We'll do the legends description. All right. Ice scrabblers, also known as frozen carrions, were furry land. They don't look furry. They're furry land scavenging rodents native to the icy wilderness of the planet Hoth. They were the most abundant species on the planet, making up 32% of the world's animal population until the Alliance to Restore the Republic encountered wampas. These creatures were thought to be the only native life form on the planet other than the Tauntaun. Mm. And I don't think we ever actually see them on screen. They're they're uh, an extended kind of canon. Well, their first canon appearance was in the 2015 video game Disney Infinity 3.0, which does not sound like a canon appearance to me. Um, But oh wait, uh, you're looking at well, you're looking at the the canon canon one. I know. Let me see where the legends uh, (laughs) appearances. Star Wars: The Old Republic in quotes as jerky. Oh, that's great. Uh, Jedi Academy Return of the Padawan got a non-canonical mention, and then Star Wars 78 Hoth stuff, which was its first appearance, appears in flashbacks. Now, here's the question. What is Star Wars 78 Hoth stuff? This is the beauty of this game that we play. Oh, Oh. it's a comic. It's one of the Marvel comics called Star Wars Issue 78. I need this issue now. Oh, it's when it's like a guy blasting these wedge. <laughs> One day when He's Wedge weak. went out hunting for ice scrabblers, a group of scavengers came across a <clears throat> wounded Jansen and killed him. Oh my gosh. It sounds very dramatic. From nineteen eighty three. Oh, Jansen died. I was like, Wedge didn't die? What, what? <laughs> Jansen. It was Jansen. Yeah. Poor old um, Jansen. Well oh. back to these creatures. They're super cute. They look like like rats, which <clears throat> my sister won't like, but like dog rats with really droopy ears and kind of like beaky faces and little like beaky paws and i think they're... dog rat is a very apt description dog rat, yeah. <laughs> i like dog rat yeah like dumbo dog rat yeah they yeah. have a very like droopy sad kind of love me because i'm lonely look to them so yeah good one <sighs> good one all right. Well, that is going to do it for the show. Is there any other things that we want to bring up? Any other Star Wars stuff? Ooh. Oh, did you already say that you want to do a giveaway with some of your shiz, Alex? Yeah. So, like I said, I bought a ton of cards, and I have a lot of spares with some really cool holographic stuff. Um, let's let's make this super, super easy. Let's, let's come up with a Star Wars word right now, <sighs> and the first person to 
message us on what facebook with the secret word how about i'll just mail them a ton of stuff how about scrabbler jerky i like that so just message us on facebook with scrabbler jerky and um we'll get in contact with you and we will send you some trading cards and i think we have some fun stickers i can toss in there too so you'll get a little something loves it free stuff cool cool swag 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 nice um let's see i think that is it so once again listeners if you'd like to support the show you can do so at patreon.com slash long time ago radio where you can give even a dollar a month to get access to our extra canon feed which will give you like our watch alongs and other special episodes which we need to do a new one pretty soon Mm -hmm. so look for that um and then if you'd like to follow me personally you can do so on twitter at the jawa josh and where can the folks find you too I am at Rebecca June Lane on Twitter and Instagram, and our official Twitter is at LTA underscore radio. You can find me on Instagram, Dapper underscore Fett. The podcast Instagram account is at LTA underscore radio and Facebook.com slash long time ago radio. So make sure you message us to get free stuff. Whoop, whoop. Yes. It's a good episode. Yay. All right, everybody. May the force be with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Happy life day. All that good stuff.